This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide. Hello and welcome to Buzzing About Books with Michelle Beasley. I'm Michelle Beasley and I'm sitting at home in the Gap, Brisbane, uh, in my library and very excited to tell you all about some of the new books I've been reading. Now, September in Australia has been a huge month for new releases as November is shaping up to be. So a lot of uh, publishers left their releases, which were going to be for June, July, and moved them out to September. So we've had a bumper crop of new books So it's hard for me to keep up at the moment, but I am trying my best. And yes, there's a few new ones here that I've just read. So let me start. Now I'm going to start with, of course, a local book, All Our Shimmering Skies from Trent Dalton. I was lucky enough to go to the launch, the Avid Reader launch of All Our Shimmering Skies here in Brisbane at the Tivoli. So Trent was in conversation with Francis Whiting and that was a really entertaining night. We all got a shout out being from the Gap as well. A a contingent of Gap people went along and Trent's new book, it's set in Darwin in 1942 as the bombs are dropping and it's about a young girl, brilliant character called Molly Hook. So he's written about a girl this time. Now you'll remember in Boys Swallows Universe it was all about Eli Bell. So a similar feel here with Molly and Molly has to overcome a lot of hardship in her life which ends up on a quest. She's trying to find um, long coat Bob who she believes has put a curse on her family and if she can find him she feels like her luck will change. Along the way she's um, helped by a beautiful and quite plinty character called Greta Mays who's an actress um, and very glamorous and also she receives gifts from the sky so one of these gifts is a Japanese fighter pilot who of course falls down from the sky and all of these different people and places help her in a quest. Um, It's a beautiful how he explains the Australian landscape. Trent has actually been to a lot of these places and an Aboriginal elder took him to some of the places that he was looking for as scenes and settings in his book. Um, He'd also written a story about some of the um, people who live there and they have a certain disease And, yeah, when he was up there, he fell in love with it and wanted to write about it. So it's showing a side of Australia that not many people know about. And even a lot of young people didn't know that Darwin was bombed all those years ago. So it's quite heartbreaking at times. I had to stop reading. Um, And, yes, just like Trent, it's the last book, um, Overcoming Adversity and Always Having Hope. It's a little bit like that. But If you're expecting Boy Swallows Universe, no, very different, set in a different time and even in some ways feels like an epic, like a Lord of the Rings type quest. So, yes, you're going to enjoy that one. That's Trent Dalton, All Our Shimmering Skies. The next one that I've just read is one of my favourite authors. When I look in the library, I can see a whole row of her books here. It's Monica McInerney, and she's written The Godmothers. Now, it's all about a girl called Eliza Miller who grew up with a single mum, and she never knew who her father was, but she had two 
lovely godmothers, Olivia and Maxie, who looked after her. Now, her mum, tragically, was an alcoholic and had a few problems, so the godmothers would take her on holiday with them to different places in the world and and look out for her. Uh, When things go wrong, uh, Eliza makes her life as settled as she possibly can, um, doing a job that's safe, avoiding close relationships. But out of the blue, one of her godmothers sends an enticing invitation and it prompts her to leap into the unknown. So, and it changes her life for the better in the end. And I loved it because a lot of it's set in Edinburgh and that's one of my favourite cities. My um, father-in-law lived in Edinburgh for a very long time so we've spent lots of time there and and strolled the streets of the city so yes it, it was a really good one when we can't travel I got to see Edinburgh again so it's set in Australia Scotland Ireland and England and it's a, a really heartwarming book um, it's got love lies hope and sorrow and it's about the families we're born into but also the families that we make for ourselves. So I whizzed through that one. I've got a nice signed copy. So thank you, Monica, for that one. So I've read so many different genres lately. The other new release that I loved was The Survivor by Jane, Survivors by Jane Harper. Now, Jane Harper, I loved from the moment I read The Dry, I thought it crackled and was crisp and you could tell she was a journalist because her writing is so succinct but keeps you on your edge. And the Eric Banner movie is coming out in the new year. And also there's a link here because the book, Boy who is playing Eli Bell in Boy Swallows Universe at Queensland Theatre. He is also the boy in the dry. So, yeah, a little bit of linking through our books there. So The Survivors is just as good as any of Jane's novels. Um, I love them too because everyone likes them. My husband was a non-reader for many years and he started reading in the last, say, five years um, and I gave him the dry and now he's working his way through the series and he's reading as fast as I am. So that's really good. I think he's up to the survivors now and even my son who didn't read much, he read these books and loved them. So it's a great one to share around the family as well. So the survivors, Jane Harper, and it's set in a seaside town this time. Um, And it's about a a man called Kieran Elliott. He's got a wife and a young daughter um, and something has happened in his life and it still haunts him. Now he goes home, his dad's not well, he goes home to help them pack up the house but suddenly a body is discovered on the beach and long-held secrets from the town are set to emerge. There's a sunken wreck, a missing girl and questions that have never washed away. So Jane Harper, her usual crime thriller, even the deepest secrets will rise to the surface. So that's a great one if you're looking for a good engaging crime thriller from a wonderful Australian author. Now, another new one to me, and thank you to uh, authors Maya Linnell and Sally Hepworth for putting me onto this one, it's Beth O'Leary. I first read The Flat Share, which was brilliant, and she's an English author, and I've just read 
the switch and she has a charming charming character in that called Eileen I lost my auntie Eileen last year so it felt quite nice reading about an English lady called Eileen again so and her granddaughter is called Lena so Lena escapes to her grandmother Eileen's house for some overdue rest and Eileen is newly single and about to turn 80 she'd like a second chance at love but her tiny Yorkshire village doesn't offer many eligible gentlemen so the life swap with uh, Lena seems like the perfect solution and she gets online does some online dating meets up with lots of people makes friends with all Lena's friends in London and she's such a huge hit Um, but is her perfect match nearer to home than she first thought so we go back and forth with both of the characters and and you'll love them all and you'll love the village where she comes from and yeah and all the funny little characters there so the flat share and the switch thoroughly recommend and it's a nice fun read for our time so it'll take you away from yourself and yeah charming and uplifting Lena's too young to be stuck and Eileen is too old to start over. So you'll really enjoy that. That's a new author that I'm keen to have some more from. Now another new author for me was Sally Hepworth. And if you follow Sally's Instagram, she's hilarious. So I first read The Mother-in-Law and that was really good. It's a little bit... um, domestic noir like Leanne Moriarty so it's a thrilling page turner and of course about the trickiest of relationships that with your mother-in-law so it says from the moment Lucy met Diana she was kept at arm's length even after marrying Oliver Lucy knew they'd never be close but who could fault Diana a pillar of the community an advocate for social justice the matriarch of a loving family that was 10 years ago now Diana has been found dead There's a suicide note, but the autopsy reveals foul play and everyone in the family is hiding something. Isn't that a masterful storyline? So that's Sally Hepworth and Sally's been in lockdown in Melbourne. So if we can buy some of Sally's books, that will be excellent and really follow her on Instagram. She does makeup and she does fashion, all the stuff I love. So yeah, thank you, Sally, for entertaining me while we've been indoors a bit more. And I have just bought Sally's latest, which is called The Good Sister. I think it's only been out like a week, two weeks maybe. So that will be my next read. And it sounds really funny. So it's Fern Castle works at her local library. It's got me already, Sally, at library. She has dinner with her twin sister, Rose, three nights a week. And she avoids crowds, bright lights and loud noises as much as possible. Fern has a carefully structured life and disrupting her routine can be dangerous. When Rose discovers that she cannot fall pregnant, Fern sees her chance to pay her sister back for everything. Fern can have a baby for Rose. She just needs to find a father. Simple. Fern's mission will shake the foundations of the life she has carefully built for herself and stir up dark secrets from the past in this quirky, rich and shocking story of unexpected love. And it sounds like it's got plenty of twists and turns. And here, oh, my other author friend, Kelly Rimmer, has written something on the back. She says, no one writes domestic suspense like Sally Hepworth. The Good Sister is the perfect blend of suspense and heart, a book that's sure to get everyone talking. So if you haven't read any of Sally's work, she's um, been a 
best-selling author for a while. She's been on USA Today and, and all of the talk shows over there. So if you like a thriller, a domestic noir like I do, Sally Hepworth. Uh, another new voice from Australia is Holly Ringland, and I read The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart. It's the most beautiful book. It has all our native flowers, and I think she might have drawn some of them herself. And inside, um, on every chapter, she has a little note about a flower and, and what it means. So really, really beautiful. And it's about a nine-year-old girl called Alice Hart who grows up in an isolated, idyllic home between sugarcane fields and the sea, her, where her mother's enchanting flowers and their hidden messages shelter her from the dark moods of her father. When tragedy irrevocably changes her life, Alice goes to live with the grandmother she never knew existed on an Australian native flower farm that gives refuge to women who, like Alice, are lost or broken. In the Victorian tradition, every flower has a meaning, and as she settles into her new life, Alice uses this language of native flowers to say the things that are too hard to speak. As she grows older, family secrecy, betrayal, and a man who's not all he seems combine to make Alice realise there are some stories that flowers alone cannot tell. If she is to have the freedom she craves, she must find the courage to possess the most powerful story she knows her own it was very beautifully written I couldn't believe it was a debut and yeah Australian flowers a um, bit of romance a bit of shocking parts so it's a very brave tale and and another new voice to look out for that's Holly Ringland okay uh-huh this is one that I read, The Single Ladies of the Jacaranda Retirement Village, and loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, it's about the character Peggy Smart, and I think Joanna Nell, the author, has written lots and lots of stories um, set in nursing homes and retirement villages, and she has a new one out uh, about the Woodland Nursing Home. It just came out. I didn't realise Joanna's a GP, and she works a lot with people in nursing homes, so she's writing what she knows and she was on better reading last night talking all about it and that was really interesting to hear so that's another voice to watch out for Joanna Nell very good and the last one that I'm looking forward to reading you know I love Fiona McIntosh um, her historical fiction is beautiful and everyone knows I love champagne so I cannot wait to get into this one I've got it in my little hand I just bought it this week so from the best-selling author of the Diamond Hunters we have the Champagne War and it says in the summer of 1914 Jerome Mia, I think, May, heads off to war, certain he'll be home by Christmas. His new bride, Sophie, a fifth-generation and rebellious champenoir, is determined to ensure the forthcoming vintages will be testament to their love and the power of the people of Epinay, especially at strong women. But as the years drag on, authorities advise that Jerome is missing, considered dead. When poison gas is first used in Belgium by the Germans, British chemist Charles Nash jumps to enlist. After he is injured, he is brought to Reims, where Sophie has helped to set up an underground hospital to care for the wounded. In the dark and ancient champagne cellars, their stirring emotions take them both by surprise. 
While Sophie battles to keep her vineyard going through the bombings, a critical sugar shortage forces her to strike a dangerous bargain with an untrustworthy acquaintance. But nothing will test her courage more than the news that filters through to her about the fate of her heroic Jerome. So it goes from the killing fields to southern France. It's a heart-stopping adventure about the true power of love and hope to light the way during war. So that sounds like a cracker of a read. I actually have been to the Champagne region um, and visited some of the lovely Champagne houses and had a nice lunch out there. So um, it will be great to get back there, even if it's only by book. And congratulations to Fiona for writing about such an interesting topic. I think that one will be on everyone's must-read list. So Fiona McIntosh's The Champagne War. So they're just a few that I've been reading, and most are new releases, so you should be able to get them. Um, so I wonder what you've been reading during lockdown. Have you lost your reading mojo? I'd say if you haven't been able to read, start with a bit of Beth O'Leary and go from there. Bit of bit of fun stuff first. Or if you're feeling, I think crime is very big at the moment too. So try The Survivors by Jane Harper. So some great releases. I'll be back with more November releases on the next episode of Buzzing About Books. So happy reading, everybody. From me here in Brisbane, stay sparkly. This podcast is brought to you by She Society. 